Well, we're learning more today from reports uh, about what led to Mayor Brampton Mayor Patrick Brown's disqualification from the federal conservative leadership race. A lawyer for a woman identifying herself as a former organizer on his campaign says he personally connected her with a third-party company to pay for her work on his campaign. Deborah Jodway said in a statement released through her lawyer tonight that she briefly worked as a regional organizer for Brown's campaign from May to the beginning of June. The file, of course, has been passed on to Elections Canada. He was disqualified late Tuesday. Brown denies any wrongdoing. He's appealing his disqualification despite the party's election rules stating that all decisions by the Leadership Election Organizing Committee are indeed final. Well, with more on this, joining me now is a federal or Canadian Conservative Party President Robert Batherson. Thank you for your time. Great to be here. We've now had a legal letter sent to you um, referring to the process as Kafka-esque that led to a politically motivated and preordained result that is not consistent with the values that should be upheld by this party. Uh, Those are some pretty stern accusations. Uh, What do you make of them and what would you tell listeners? Well, really, we have two issues. There are two legal letters and uh, we recognize and respect Mr. Brown's right to hire one of Canada's uh, leading criminal defense lawyers, uh, Marie Hennon, and uh, our legal counsel will be responding to uh, Ms. Hennon's correspondence in due course. The reality is what this comes down to is uh, we received serious allegations uh, several weeks ago. Uh, We spent the better part of a week in uh, frequent uh, verbal and written communication between the chair of the Leadership Election Organizing Committee, Ian Brody, and senior officials of Mr. Brown's campaign to try to find a path where he could satisfy our uh, expectation that he be in compliance with the party's leadership election rules and federal law. Mr. Brown was afforded an opportunity to participate in uh, one of those meetings. He opted not to. And unfortunately, Mr. Brown's campaign failed to provide answers that satisfy the high threshold that we we want our leadership candidates to uh, abide by and we had to make the very difficult decision to disqualify Mr. Brown's uh, leadership candidacy nobody wanted to be here nobody we wanted to find a path for Mr. Brown to be able to continue but unfortunately he failed to uh, answer the questions that we put to him in his campaign well, was there not another option here? Because clearly disqualifying one of the leaders, one would think, we don't know, but certainly he signed up a lot of membership memberships. Um, the disqualifying one of the candidates here was really the nuclear option, that there couldn't be some other way uh, for perhaps letting Elections Canada complete its investigation. And had Mr. Brown uh, and his campaign provided uh, clear answers to our detailed questions, perhaps we could have come to a different place. But Uh, We spent the better part of a week trying to get Mr. Brown uh, to a place where he would be forthcoming, transparent, answer our questions. They failed to do so. And and as a result, we had to take the difficult decision to disqualify his candidacy and refer this matter to Elections Canada. I understand that was done today. They've received the the material. Uh, How much did how much did you tell? Or how much did Leoc, the, the organizing committee, tell uh, Mr. Brown's campaign about what the accusations actually were? Because that seems to be one of the things that he's brought up a lot, which is he didn't know what he was being accused of having done. Well, Mr. Brown's uh, story, unfortunately, seems to have changed uh, over the last 36 hours. Uh, their initial statement uh, indicated that they knew nothing about this. This was a complete shock. They had no knowledge of what was happening. And then eventually they did concede that, in fact, There had been frequent communication, frequent meetings, 
that Mr. Brown himself was invited to participate in the process. And so at the end of the day, I, we can't kind of concern ourselves as to, you know, what Mr. Brown uh, is trying to spin now. We're trying to do the right thing. We're trying to make sure that all six leadership candidates follow the law, follow the rules. I wish we could have find, found a better path uh, to do that. But really, that, that's Mr. Brown and his campaign team's doing their failure to, uh, to respond to our questions at a high level of uh, transparency that we put to them. One of the lines in that lawyer's letter that is interesting is the politically mov- motivated and preordained result not consistent with the values that should be upheld with this party. Uh, Mr. Brown himself has mentioned this frequently. Um, how do you respond to accusations that this was, this was the, the, the sort of the, uh, you know, the, the, the rig was in here for one candidate in particular? He's mentioned him by name. Well, it's nonsense. Uh, Mr. Brown would know that his national campaign co-chair at the time in the month of May, MP Michelle Rempel-Garner raised concerns, public concerns about a a member of our party uh, reportedly using racist language in an email and expressing their support for Pierre Polyev. We acted immediately on that concern. And so what we do is we, we have the rules in place. Those rules include an expectation that leadership candidates will follow the Canada Elections Act. And we follow complaints regardless of where they come from and regardless of who they target. I've known Patrick Brown for over 20 years. Uh, We come from the same legacy party uh, in the conservative movement, the Progressive Conservative Party of Canada. Um, I have no issue, no axe to to grind with Mr. Brown. We treat all our candidates the same way. Follow the rules, follow the law, cooperate with our authorities, and uh, let's have a good, clean race. Will we know what these allegations were? And if so, when? When will the public, if ever, know what exactly this was all about? There's nothing I would like more to uh, put all the information out there for uh, people to decide. But we have a bigger responsibility. We have to ensure that Elections Canada is able to conduct their investigation, that they have everything they need to uh, follow through on that. And so doing the right thing and making sure that our laws are followed and that the appropriate investigative authorities are able to conduct that investigation, quite frankly, is more important than just putting information out for the sake of putting information out. There's nothing I'd like more to put all the information out there, but we have to respect a legal process involving very serious allegations of violating federal law. Is he allowed to appeal under party rules? Well, the the rules state that LEOC decisions are final, Uh, Obviously, we've received a request uh, to appeal from uh, Mr. Brown's criminal defense lawyer, and uh, we're certainly, uh, our legal counsel is reviewing that and uh, will will provide a response uh, to Mr. Brown's lawyer uh, in due course. What do you say, finally, what do you say to all those who signed up memberships that Patrick Brown's campaign signed up over the past while, as these ballots, I gather his name will still be on them. Uh, What do you say to all those who signed up uh, for Mr. Brown's campaign? I recognize there's a lot of disappointment, hurt, anger among uh, Mr. Brown's supporters, uh, whether they are new members of the party or whether they are longstanding members of the party. My message to them is this. There is a home for you in our party. Make your voice heard. Make your vote count. We want you to shape the future of this party to provide a good conservative government under a new leader to replace Justin Trudeau and his failed leadership. Robert Batherson, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a great night.